You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from my Amazon 11. Hope you are safe and well, because that's all that's important at the moment. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do it anytime we put new content on. And there's plenty of content on there. If you've run out of Netflix and stuff to watch until mid-February, whenever we're locked down, there's plenty of episodes on there. As always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Today's guest, he runs the Irons Photoshop um twitter feed which is brilliant loads of fantastic old pictures of, the, of west ham as well as videos and things like that it's dean how are you mr dean i'm fine thank you i'm having a great evening it's nice brilliant. to be here actually yeah we'll have a good chat we will do we will do it's it's the one sort of zoom call that everyone doesn't mind taking nowadays do you know what i mean <laughs> well, it's the first time i've done one well there you go so it's your debut yeah so I mean, I, I, I set up Irons for, uh, Photoshop last year mm. when I was coming back from Tottenham when we, um, I think it was when we lost 3-2. Yeah. Um, and I just felt a bit disillusioned with it all. And um, I had a big selection of photographs that I've had for years. And I thought I'd put them together. I was putting them on another way. I was putting them on Long Live the Bowl in with Neil. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, people were saying to me, well, you've got such a good collection of photos, you might as well do it yourself. Sure. And I thought I'd lost, I don't know, I was walking back from the game and I was heading to the station and I just thought, it's really difficult because I grew up on the, I grew up on the South Bank, me. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I started going over there when I was probably about eight years old. And I just thought, is this the West Ham that I know and grew up with? Sure. And I, that's how it all started. And obviously it's grown to what it is. And, um, yeah, so it's, I get a lot of good feedback. I've got some real characters. I've got ex-players, family yeah. on there that I talk to. Um, some some people that obviously, that you know, I've got for, um, that I sang their names on the South Bank. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah, and I've got their I know how you feel. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. And I send them photos 
Yeah. I never thought I'd be, you know, I'd never thought Men- I'd get to that stuff. Mental, isn't it? It's mental when you get to that. And it's like, I'm exactly the same as you, mate. You know, it's like, I mean, we started this uh, in April, May, we started doing this. Yeah. And now it's like the other day, um, I put my phone into my, uh, into my, into my car and yeah. it comes up with a car play you know because that's how we roll on right there so it comes up with a car play, and it's got like the last people you've texted and called yeah. and it's like fucking hell if you remember if that was if i could like take a screenshot and tell myself 15 years ago 20 years ago that these people i'm texting and, and yeah. phoning it's mental it's the same with you you said the people you're talking to and you sang their name on the south bank and now you're sending them photos and you know it's it's crazy it's crazy isn't it it's a crazy world we live in at the moment isn't it it's really bizarre I, yeah I'm, i didn't i started off on i started off on the west side yeah with me dad he took me to my first game when i was probably it was it was standing west side it was an evening game and it was under the lights yeah and that was probably about 78 79 brilliant um so i went over there with him because obviously i wasn't old enough to go over there on my own so I, I, um and it was just that tur- it was the it was a turning point in west ham's when john lyle went from 75 onwards and you got mm. to that period of like 77 78 79 relegation where, you know we're yeah. in a dog it, john lyle made the decision to change the side bring in new players yeah. get out with the old and that was the tur- that was when i had started going west ham that was the turning point of a really good side yeah a really it, if i've got to pick two sides that I would say are all-time great sides for me. It'd be, it would definitely be 81, mm. the 81 side and the 80, 85, 86. Yeah. Um, there have been other good sides that are good players that have come along since, but if I was to go and say my two sides, so 80, let's talk about the 81. I mean, John, you know, if you're going back to say, the eighty, the eighty eighty one season. Yeah. When we when well, it'd be forty years this year. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. That we got the um, second division title. We went to the League Cup final. We lost to, against the great Liverpool side. Mm. Um, and then you've got the league. Cha- you know, we won the division two title on a record number of points. Mm. If you're looking back on that, would if I'm going to do an X. Ex- greatest West Ham side I would say six or seven of them players that I'll pick tonight with you will probably be in it yeah of course if not more yeah good memories and and a really good side I mean we you know when we was in the second division and we you know we come up against Liverpool they were European champions yeah the good side you know they'd already won it I think what twice or three times and we held them at Wembley um one all um and then obviously we went to villa park and lost in the replay yeah but but that was a good side you know that was yeah and that's where my heroes you know john lyle come along um revamped the side and that side and that side up until 86 87 is probably my my most memorable time as yeah. west i've had other times yeah of I course mean, you know like um some people might not agree with this but when i saw pay it 
yeah. for the first time. He was a, he was a, when I watched him, he was one of the only players to get me off my seat. Yeah. In the last, God knows what, 15, 20 years, mm. going West Ham. Yeah. From, you know, watching Devonshire. Sure. And then Payet come along, and I thought, finally, what a player he was. Yeah. Um, and in between, we've had some great signings, and we've had some rubbish ones, and we've yeah. lost. Some, and we lost some good players, and yeah. we've gained a few. You yeah. know, we're West Ham. It's it's been like that. What's that? I'm fifty-one now, so you're talking about forty-three years of supporting them. Yeah, it's crazy when you look back at it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like some. I was interviewing someone the other day, and we spoke about. He went, oh yeah, and there was that, you know, the moment with 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 David Martin and Alvin Martin. That was last year. I was like, last year? That seems like three or four years ago. Do you know what I mean? It's like the whole world in terms of that time. Good, that was a good away day. That was. It was a great away day, but it's like I can't believe it was that long ago. You know, it was it was that soon ago. It's like thing like last year seems like a complete like four or five years ago because everything's changed the last year and it's just it's mental when you think about that i mean last season we we started the season with pellegrini do you know yeah. what i mean it's like, it's like what yeah, I, think we could, I think there was a part i think there was um there was one game i think went, i forget what it was now we could have gone third yeah and yeah. you know typical west ham the keeper get <laughs> you know fab gets injured we put in a replacement just... And, and then and then we dropped like a stone and there was times when i thought we was going to go down i thought you know yeah. i really don't fancy the london stadium yeah people said sure. yeah you know but if we go down we you know it's going to be more competitive but i thought hold on a minute like we're not in upton park anymore if we go if we was to go down in upton park you'd have the crowd behind and it over that stadium with about twenty thousand in it I thought it would kill it mm. And I was frightened at one point. It's, it's one of those things as well. I mean, it's. I mean, you, you spoke about that, that obviously 80, 81 squad and being in the in the championship, or in essence, the championship, yeah. um, and 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 you know some good times. And actually, when you look back at it, you know, I think, you know, that was the the season, the 2011, 2012 season in the championship, and a couple of years, and you see O two. 0203, 03, whatever it was. Um, we had two seasons, didn't we? We went to yeah. went to the playoff finals and lost the first yeah. one. Good time, you know. It's like it was like you know. It's it, it's it's we were so used to not being not beating teams in the Premier League. When you go to the Championship, you start beating teams and go to these different grounds. And you're not always going to you know Tottenham. Well, you're going to you know Millwall and stuff. And it's uh, there is something about that. There is something about it. I know it's, it's we don't want to be in that that division, but sometimes when we are in that division, we have a good time. We like, you know, we win more than we lose, which is nice for a change, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there. <laughs> but not this season. Not this season, Dean. Well, this season. What's going you on? Have, you couldn't have. Um, you couldn't have. Well, I mean, the first game of the season, what Newcastle? Yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, here we go. You know, <laughs> I think everyone did. Here we go. And it's funny because obviously I haven't been I haven't been to a game since Southampton. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't have been every week. I go yeah, away yeah. at home, but I think Southampton at home was, was the last yeah. match I actually watched at, uh, mm. at the ground. You know, I renewed my season ticket, but I haven't been. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I'm watching it on telly like everyone else. Um, yeah. And he's box. You know, he's, I don't know if it's. David Sullivan signings or it's David Moyes's, but the, the Czech boys, brilliant. Mm. And you know the realization is if you play 
if you're playing Declan Rice with Susek, I think yeah. that's a great combination yeah. <clears throat> to let the others run free. You know, if you're going to play um, like Susek and Rice, just they, they just yeah. suit each other's game. They do, they do. And they're good they players. Um, brilliant find. I mean, mm. yeah. unbelievable find if you think about it. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how much we paid for Susek. But I, think, I, think, I think he was, I think he played, I think no more than that. I think it's about £16 million pounds for him. Yeah. And, you know, he's cheap, he was cheaper than Bowen. Really, Bowen was seventeen. You know, and now I mean, he, he gets forward. He, he's good in the air. He's got yeah. a bit of everything. You know, he he can drop back when Rice goes forward. Mm. Um, he's always in the box. I yes. mean, he may. He, you know, it's you could have put him up front, and he would have probably scored more goals than Haller. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Well, for the price of Haller, you can you can buy a you know for the price we paid for Haller, we you'd have bought Bowen, Suchek, and Kufal or Sufal, and you would have changed for the bus ride home. So, you know, it, it's it's modern it's, football. Yeah, it's it's mental, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy when you think about that. I mean, I think I think with. I think particularly with with Suchek and and Suf and Kufal, oh, sorry Sufal, keep Sufal, that's how he pronounces it. Um, you've got you know, it's it's an untapped resource that Czech league by the looks of it because like we're looking at other ones and it's like you know they just seem to be like it must be just the, the mentality, their workman like mentality. They just like literally put a shift in all game, don't they? They they try all game. I mean, you have got to think about the you know like um. We, we, you know, we, we, us as supporters, we sit there and we go, you know, oh, you know, it's a waste of money. But when you yeah. start talking like, say, Anderson, 38 million or whatever we paid sure. for, and then you're talking about his, his wages, his contract, five-year contract, to, I don't know, 100 grand a week. Yeah, you know, yeah, well, start yeah, adding yeah. it all up. And it's yeah. a bit, I mean, we, we have a moan at Sullivan and, and Gold, and I've, I'm fully, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, sure, I'm sorry. But, but, um, it's a lot of money. It's right yeah. for us in the stands to sit there and say, you know, yeah. like, well, get rid of him. But you're talking about a 40, 50 million pound layout. Exactly. I don't yeah. know. You know, when Pellegrini come in and he, and, and Sullivan opened up the checkbook, you know, um, we had Anderson, we had um, Ella come along for 40 million. I would have preferred Gomez, by the way. I think everyone would have done. And actually, in hind is one of those great sort of sliding doors moments, I think, because I think Gomez, you know, like where we struggle when Antonio is not around, yeah. he would have been a perfect different type of player. I don't know why we went for it. Like, I mean, it's different, yeah, because they are completely different. Gomez is a little short bloke, little yeah, stumpy it, guy. Yeah. Haller's like really tall. It was almost like, yeah. oh, well, we'll get him. It was like, yeah. I think we, you know, but um, Gomez is played to feet. I thought Haller would be a bit more um, in the air, but. Mm. It turned out that, you know, whether he played with Josh Jocic or whatever his name is, you know, yeah. two up front for Frankfurt. Um, either way, it, it didn't work out. No. I mean, going to Valencia because he probably had Champions League football. Yeah. Um, so we needed a striker. Um, I mean, I think we're in a, a predicament at the minute because um, as much as I love Antonio, oh, he's great to watch live. and Yeah. If his hamstring goes, yeah, yeah. who's who are we going to have up front? That's well, the that's thing. the thing. I mean, that's the thing. I think I think Gonzo said it in his video the other day. I was watching, and he was saying that um, you know it's great that Antonio signed a new a three year contract, which is yeah. brilliant, brilliant. But he ain't going to play every game in the next no. three years. You just you're dreading his hamstring going because yeah, you, this is the thing about West Ham. It's like 
when we when you go back to last year when we could have gone third and the goalkeeper gets injured, Fabianski, brilliant, you know. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant that season. And then um we put, you know, that up the what's his name in goal? Yeah. We dropped, and, and, I'm, and, and it's like deja vu. It's like I'm sitting there now, and I'm thinking, right, okay, I'll, I'll give Moy because I, I think Moy deserves a chance. Me too. I, you know, I vote, I, I back him hundred percent. Yeah. Let him get the striker in that we need. And but you can, you're sitting there thinking, well, if Antonio plays up front, you know, and you're dreading his hamstring down. Yeah, you are, yeah. And who are you going to put up front? Yamalenko? I think, you know, um, we need to buy a striker. I like the guy from RB Leipzig. Yeah, is it, um, is it, um, yeah, is it the guy from, um, is it RB Salzburg? He's a, like yeah, that. that's him. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they're not stupid. Moyes knows that we need a we need a striker. Yeah. yeah. And the disappointing thing, if it will become a disappointment, is I I, I said this on Twitter the other uh, the other month. Allah will cost us. Allah, myself personally, would cost us more points than than we gained. He was mm. scored the odd wonder goal, which he what he did. He scored the odd wonder goal. I watched him live. First time I see him live was at Watford, mm. and he mm. didn't do nothing. Watford away, Antonio yeah. comes on. He runs on. He, he plays from the right, and he set him up for two goals. And it was like he looked like a. He loves it to feet in the six yards. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I think a minute, six foot so tall. Exactly. You're not doing nothing in the air. <laughs> you don't run into the space. He was just like a big. He was like a forty million pound lamppost, which is what I called him. Which <laughs> a couple of people laughed about. He certainly weren't David Cross, was he? No, no, Crossy. But I no. think with Haller, I think he was a good. And because you, as you said, you saw glimpses. There was glimpses of class there, and it's yeah. like he was. I think he was a better reaction player. So the ball just falls to him, and he does something, and it was quite yeah. good. When he had time to think, I always remember like that Man oh, United yeah. game this season, he where he and he slips Bounce over, and it's like. But that's about, I think that's the same as someone like Antonio. I think if Antonio overthinks it, Antonio's quite a reactive player as well. Yeah. And he doesn't really know what he's going to do next. So how does a yeah. defender defend it? Right. That This is great because it just means we're excited. We don't know he's going to go left. It's going to go right, you know. So um, I, I think he was, Exactly. So and it would just, or if not, it would just run through someone, you know, run yeah. through a defender like a bulldozer. But um, yeah, I mean, it's we'll see what happens. In obviously, we've got until we've got a few weeks, and we've got a few runs, a few a run of home games now. Although, it makes no difference if you're home and away. No, at the moment, to be honest. no, it but, don't, does it? Nah, but it's, it's um, it, and it's it's typical West Ham, isn't it? That we've we've sort of he's found this sort of found this sort of team, found this run, found this work ethic, and there's no fans to applaud it. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 just so West Ham, isn't it? It's so West Ham. Yeah, it is so West Ham. I said to someone, if we get to Wimbledon, I'll turn I'll turn up as a cleaner if there's no one in there. <laughs> I, 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 I said, I'll turn up as a cleaner to get in there if, if we get to Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, because, you know, since 80... You know, but oh, I mean, obviously, Gerard, you know, that I don't want to talk about that too much. But when he, <laughs> as soon as he smashed that one at Wembley, I, um, at Cardiff, I just thought yeah. that's and him, you know what I mean? yeah, seconds from seconds from another cup, you know, something that I could save you more as, as an adult, you know, yes, and then, of course, and yes, totally. so yeah, 
you know, it was, um, well, I would love a trip to Wimbledon. Obviously, we got Doncaster next. Yeah. And um, and then it's on to... Um, Probably Liverpool. Well, hopefully, a, a big, big one against... United or um or Liverpool, yeah. And and the and the way it works at the moment, I mean it's again it's you know, people go, Oh god, typical, oh we got Liverpool, we got Man United. We were unlucky against Man United to be honest. We should have turned them over easily at London Stadium. Yeah. We just we had about twenty shots, didn't we? Twenty chance we should yeah. we just couldn't bury it. Um, and by then we're in February. It'd be I think it'll be I think it's the eighth of February or something like that. We we were playing if we get through Doncaster. Yeah. Um and is it a time? Is well, home, yeah, no, it's away. Well, We're away to Man U. Yeah. So we've got, it's so I think Liverpool, we've, really. I think United, yeah. we, could do, we could do. Mind you, when we went, when I went to Liverpool last season, you know, we were winning up until about 20 yeah. ago. That was a good thing. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I've seen some great Liverpool sides, but sure. last year, when we went to the night game, Monday yeah. night, um, I think we was, we was winning with about yeah, 15 to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I think they, they went up a level. They, they just turned it on when they wanted to, and it as a mark of a good side. I, I, I fancy us against any club in the Premier League in a one-match game. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. One-match scenario. We, I fancy anyone, and I think with everything that's happening in the world at the moment, in terms of obviously COVID, and I mean you yeah. saw like us, obviously the the FA Cup tie on last the weekend with with Villa, and Villa had to put their kids out because. Yeah. God, you know, God forbid anything happens, but you never know what's going to happen nowadays. Man U could, or Liverpool could have a, 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 you know, or we we all could have a, you know, all of our squad and it's our youth team against Liverpool's youth team. We've got a good youth team, so I'd fancy yeah. it, you know. We, so you never know. Yeah, you know, well, uh, the, the rumblings have started about the yeah uh, circuit break. Circuit break. I know the is it the rugby? The rugby's been called off now. Yeah. So and I know the Scottish coming down again. So yeah. We'll see. Typical West Ham again, isn't it? It's like as you said, the last game you saw live was Southampton. Three yeah. one. I think it was three one, three one, two one. Yeah, Haller, scored, didn't yeah, exactly. And Hallow and Antonio were playing fantastic as a top yeah. two, and we we're playing really, really good. And then we don't, and that's it. Okay, well, that's it. You don't, you don't play for a hundred days. Yeah, we was all waiting for what? I think. Um, I think we was all waiting. Wolves was the next game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and then that was it. That, that's the last time I've I've, I've been. It's crazy, uh, isn't it? It is. Especially someone like you, as you said, for for your years a fan yeah. and the season to get older, you yeah, yeah. Miss, ever miss any old any games and yeah. and then to be like I think I worked it out. I think we've had something like six, fifteen or sixteen home games yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm fortunate enough that I'm that you know I'm, I'm working there, so I still have to. So I get to see it, but it doesn't make it doesn't make no difference. But um, but still, it's it's weird, isn't it? And as you said, you watch it at home. You, you probably yeah. get a better view at home. Yeah. Fair enough, um, but it's not necessary. It's not about the the TV. It's not about watching the game. It's about, as you said, you know that that's sort of the 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 journey there, going to the pub, yeah. going to the supporters clubs or the boats or whatever. That's what I think people miss, and uh, I think being with the boys. Yeah, exactly. Football is great. It's yeah, great. I sit with some great people in over there, um, and it's a, yeah, and it's sort of camaraderie, having a pint, yeah. having a chat. Your best eleven, you know, tactics. We're all good managers. Um, that's part of the experience, isn't it? And that's, and I think that's, and I think that's part of being a West Ham fan as well. You said, you know, as you said, you know, forty, forty-one years, we've won bugger all apart from, you know, the Intertoto oh, okay. Cup um, and the odd, uh, and the odd 
Betway Cup, but um, only we would invent a cup which we never win. But anyway, um, and we get the, every every year we get to the final though. Arsenal did that, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, they did with the Emirates Cup, wasn't it? They'd always lose the Emirates Cup, bless them. But uh, but we still turn up in our droves, and as you said, you still have you know you still have uh, you know London Stadium, we're up to Park. It's it's mental, isn't it? And it's and I, I'm very privileged in that I've been interviewing fans all over the world now because yeah. of this, and it's weird. Obviously, you know you're you're a Londoner, you're you're yeah. born from around the corner. I'd imagine by the sounds of by the sounds of your stories. I, come, I, I was born in Dagenham. Yeah, <laughs> but well, there was, we go. Yeah, there you go. That's what I mean. I'm in all I'm in all church. So yeah, grew up in Elm Park. For us, it was um, down the district line. Yeah. Elm Park, you know, straight through, what, seven stops to Upton Park? Yeah, about that. It takes, takes and, forever. And, and um, our area, obviously, Essex, East London, like, all, all our area, all church, we're all West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always been a catchment area. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you get 50,000 over there every game. It's always a full house. Yeah. Um, and we're harsh critics, us Amers, aren't we? You know yeah. what we're like. We are, yeah. And um, that's... And that's the thing you, about the. If, go on. Sorry, if you wear you that shirt, if you yeah. wear that with with heart, we'll back you a hundred percent. It's been like that since I stood on the, yeah. whether I was on the South Bank, whether I was on the Chicken Run, yeah. whatever stand I stood on or sat down at, I finished on the West Side, um, at the end. And if you wore that shirt with pride, yeah, that was that's all we wanted. Yeah. And that's and it's hard as an older supporter to see the young this these young ones on hundred grand a week running around. Of course. When we see that you know, when we signed Devonshire in in the in you know, late seventies for five grand from Southall. Yeah. And he was running around on a mud bath getting kicked to fuck basically. Yeah. yeah and yeah. um, you know, um Alvin Martin, Bobby Moore, whatever you know, as we get through the players that are are heroes for me. They've done it for patents, technically. You know, they've probably done it for a testimonial. Yeah. And at the end, you get your bit of money, put it into your business or a roofing. You know what they were like, I run a pub or whatever. Yeah. Now you've got, like Anderson, he's, he, I see glimpses of genius with him. Yeah. But not enough. No. I think yeah. I watched him at Norwich. Do you remember the Norwich game at home? Yes, I do. Um, when we beat him 2 or 3 nil at the London Stadium. Mm. And that was probably one of the best games I've seen Anderson play, um, Philippa Anderson. And I thought, you're running around, you're on 120 grand a week or whatever you're on, you know. Um, and it's, and I've got to accept, you know, these, this is modern football. This is, it is. This it is, is. How it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to accept when you watch the players from the past and then you watch it. You've got to, yeah. Comes to sort of some, yeah, but this is the modern game. Well, sometimes the modern game is not. It's true. But it's my true. love for yeah. West Ham, my love for the Amers is so that I'll still go. It'll transcend it, yeah. Every week. I still get that buzz, you know. Of course you do. When I come out of Stratford Tube, yeah. I still get that feeling that I got when I used when I first see the floodlights up I said that on Twitter recently. When I worst walked out with my old man in and I see the floodlights at Upton Park. Sure. That was the best feeling in the world, them, them lights. And yeah. and I said, someone said, yeah, but you've been going for 40 odd years. And it's like, yeah, I still get that buzz, mm. even though we're at Stratford and, and it's that long, treacherous walk. <laughs> yeah. I still got it. Yeah. I haven't lost it's true. It. A, a lot yeah. of my friends have um, 
you know, a lot of the, if you speak to some of the old guard, they, they won't go over the new stadium. Yeah, fair That's enough. Their choice, you know. Yeah. For that ninety minutes of watching the West Ham, that's it. I still go. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing, isn't it? it it's it's like I, I totally agree with your you know foot, modern football is different. You know, it, it, it's a different era now we live in in terms of modern football. You know, no disrespect to current footballers now, but you know. One thing, obviously, we've been fortunate to interview, and this is, you know, you, you obviously you know, interact with a lot of the ex-players. I've been very fortunate to interview lots of the ex-players and just the personalities and and, and the stories and, yeah. you know, you could just relate to them, you know. And, and, and there's no criticism of someone like Felipe Anderson or anything like that, but, yeah. you know, I, I, I could walk into, I don't know, when, when we used to go to pubs, I remember that once, and I walk into the, the new inn the new in in Gidea Park and uh and you know you could you know you, you, you could imagine I don't know you know Alvin Martin being at the bar so Alvin would yeah, yeah. North Church but you know what I mean he'd be at the bar or, or Julia you know you I wouldn't imagine you know um Philippe Anderson with a pint of mild at the bar do you know what I mean and, and you could relate to them and the stories obviously we've had people like you know obviously like Bish and, and and monks and god knows you know everyone you know and it seems um it one of us <laughs> yeah that's exactly it they're relatable and also they stayed because modern footballers they go if you get three years out of a player you've done well you know when we had I think when we had Gailey Gailey said that you know every year that he was at the club bar one year was a testimonial year for a player yeah so you got to know him you know, you got to know them, and you, yeah. and you could, and you could relate to them, and you know, even people like, even like people like Trevor Sinclair, he was there for like five or six years, but he still had this sort of association with the club, which is still evident today. Um, you know, someone like you know Haller, obviously, he was only around for, a, you know, how long he was around for. Yeah. But um, you know, I just, I, I can't imagine, you know, I don't know, twenty years later going to the Queen's Theatre and watching a Hammers Heroes with, you know, Felipe Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and Halloween. once. Yeah. I was having a wimpy in the old. I was having a wimpy in the old church. Still there, still there. And, I mean, uh, it's still there. It's still there. And him, yeah. and Jenny Bly, him and Jenny Blythe walked in. <laughs> we was having, a, we was having a burger, and that's how it used to be. You used to see it at the time, obviously. Uh, Tony Adams, um, Tony Adams, and um, what's his name? Uh, Ray Parler, they, they used to drink in the Czech or something, yeah. Well, they all did. I mean, I, I used to live in Loughton before I moved to Hornchurch, well, yeah. I moved to Romford, then Hornchurch, and and Loughton was a hotbed of them. And you know, and I used to work at the Safeways in Loughton. And you know, on a Friday, Shaka Hislop would come and do his Friday big shop. <laughs> so Shaka would come and do his Friday big shop at Safeways or Samasia yeah. Boo, or yeah. you know, you used to, you, used to, you bump into them. You, you know, nowadays, you know, they all in, in their sponsored car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Ludo in his Ludo in his Skoda. Um, but we had a. I remember we interviewed him. Who did we interview? I can't remember who it was. I think it was Mad Dog. We was talking about. I was talking to Mad Dog, and he used to. His one was um was Alan Ford on the roundabout the eight uh, in Romford. And um, once a month, he would get a phone call from Alan Ford to, to a, her. There was a complaint about his, about a uh, mad dog's driving. And yeah. someone phoned, Cause he said, you know, mad dog is sponsored by Alan Ford. So they just phoned Alan Ford to complain about mad dog's driving. But that was all, that was part and parcel of, of being a West Ham fan. Wasn't it? it was the experience with the fan, with the players. And Did yeah, you see the photo of, um, Tony Cotty when he won the young player um, thing. Yes, yeah, I've seen a picture of him when he, he won the young. Yeah, 
outside the gates. I mean, Brilliant, isn't it? I love all stuff like that. Come on, even he said, he, I asked him about that once, and he even he said, like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> but don't you think they were great days? I mean, yeah. Uh, when um, McAvenny done a tweet thing, I, I said it was, um, I don't know what, who, who it was. I asked him about John Lyle. Yeah. I was having a chat with him. Um, and John Lyle picked him up from the airport, didn't he? he did. like, so when he yeah. signed, he cut, he picked him up at Heathrow and John said, well, where do you want to go? And he went, well, the West End. Yeah, he's at, he <laughs> drove him around London. Drove him around London. So I, I, I asked, I asked McAvenny uh, and uh, he said, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he picked me up at Heathrow and we was yeah. going around the West End. And he said, exactly. And he said to him, he said, because we, I asked, because he told me that all, all the story. And he said that, he said to John, he went, John, you shouldn't have, you know, because the, all, all the flags were out because it was like the queen, the queen of the possession or something. Yeah. Driving down the mall. And he went, John, you should have laid all this on for me, you know, this like, <laughs> by love there. And the, the story was obviously because he was going to sign for Luton, weren't he? Yeah. And, um, the, the chairman at the time, the Luton chairman, slapped him on the back when he was signing the contract. And he went, who's that? And he went, that's the chairman. He goes, oh, I'm not fucking staying. I'm not going to Luton now. And then just a little bit like that. And then uh, I think it was John jumps on a plane, flies, flies to Scotland and basically flies, you know, and says, look, I want And then he flew back and then he came back down the next day. And the yeah, we've had, I mean, we've had people like, um, who was the one that made me? Uh, Stuart Slater. So we had Slates yeah. on. And Slates, from the age of 14, had Ray Stewart going to hit every Sunday league game that he played as a kid. Yeah. Because the club wanted him as a player, and that as a youngster, because you know, I mean, you know, like Ray Stewart, you know, it's like turning up to every one of your games. Honestly, the 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 level that John Lyle went to. Um, what was there was another one? Oh, there was another one. I can't remember. It's going to really annoy me. There was another ex-player we I interviewed, and oh, it's going to come to me. Tom McAllister. That was oh, it. Yeah. Tom, Tom McAllister. So he's talking about Tom McAllister, and he. And John Lyle, I'm pretty sure it was Tom. Um, John uh, basically said these are the ter- he like he'd already agreed to basically join without actually agreeing any terms. Yeah. He went there to West Ham so much, and he's and John was like, "Yeah, how much am I going to be on? Oh, you're going to be on this much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll go and sign. We'll come into my car. We'll sign the contract. So he goes into the car, and the contract is completely blank, completely blank. Yeah, nothing about his terms or anything. And he went, um. Mr. Lyle, it's all blank. He went, yeah, just sign it. I'll, yeah, you'll, you trust me, don't you? And he went, okay. And so he signed a blank contract and yeah. then filled it in all properly afterwards. But, you know, yeah, he was an incredible man, incredible man. It's, the stories were just immense in terms of that. I, I would um, – he used to go to Ajax a lot. He used to go over to Holland as well. Sure. Um, I was talking to um, one of his family who's on, on my – my group thing and we was having a chat yeah. and he used to love Dutch football as well, John, John Lyle. Interesting. He, um, he used to go over Ireland quite a lot to watch uh, games and get that, you know, the tactical awareness and stuff. But it's funny because he didn't buy many. He, he used to love being in Scotland. You know, he used to love, buying yeah. he was up in Scotland a lot, obviously because he's, his family is Scottish. Mm. Um, and obviously we had some great Scottish players that come through at the time. We had a few duds, but, Generally speaking, I mean, he'll always be my hero, John Lyle. Yeah. You know, if if, if I'm going to, if we're going to do like um, my all time heroes, I sung his name on, 
was a manager. Um, probably, you know, some of the um, and the players that he brought in mm. at the time. I, you know, if I was to start off with, like, if I'm going to do my best eleven for you, Phil Parks, number one. Yeah. Let's let's start. Let's let's do it because we we'll do it because I don't need to repeat yourself. Number anymore. one, in, in, yeah. you know, bought in nineteen seventy nine um, from QPR. I don't know how he done it because at the time he was such a great goalkeeper. Yeah. For QPR, um, and suddenly West Ham have bought a player. Who is it? Oh, we bought Phil Parks. Whoa. You know, yeah. five hundred and what was it? Five hundred and um, something like record, rec- world record. Yeah. I think you know. it was, Five hundred and sixty-five thousand pounds. Into it, yeah. Um, so I would say he was the. You know, I mean, I've seen. You know, Fabianski ain't a bad goalkeeper, but Phil Parks, number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would definitely be. I mean, what's a what's a keeper? You know, if you're looking at games, you know, the West Bromwich Albion game in nineteen for the cup run. In 1980, for, for the about 75 minutes, he was just non-stop. Yeah. Uh, best keeper, without doubt. Um, Ludo second. But if I was to pick my goalkeeper, for, it would be number one, Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, he's just turned, he turned 70, didn't he, in the summer? He did. <laughs> a few of them turned 70. Crossy turned 70. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, he's a great bloke. He comes and has a chat every now and again. Yeah, he's great on Twitter, isn't he, Crossy? We've had him on. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and and he, he never remembers, I don't know if he, but he, he might just delete my text after I text him, but he never remembers to save my, my number. In the, so I text like, it was his birthday. with that happy birthday, Mr. Cross. Yeah. He went, don't be so formal, because um, I put three I put three hammers. Who yeah. the hell is this? Being saying West Ham, then it could be one of thirty thousand people or something like that. I was like, it's, it's Raspberry Russ. He went, oh Russ, how you doing? Yeah, because we when I interviewed him, my wife handed me a an, an ice cream randomly, like during the interview, and so he calls me Raspberry because um, <laughs> he said you should got some raspberry sauce in it. But yeah, no, he's a top. Would you have him in as your number one? Um, I wasn't around to see because because basically for the Hammers eleven, I like to uh, the only thing I say is you know you have to be sort of alive to a scene and play or, or, or been around. So for me, I never saw. I was. I mean, I started going uh, promotion season night the ninety two promotion season. Yeah, yeah. So for me, uh, for me, it's actually Fabianski. For me, it was Fabianski as a goal, yeah. as a goalkeeper. Um, yeah. Ludo was Ludo. Um, yeah. Great keepers. A lot of them have been on the channel. We've done quite well with goalkeepers. Um, I was a big fan of Shaka. Yeah. Rob Green was, was, was immense. We've had Jimmy Walker and yes, we've had apart from probably about six months last season, we had a good we've had some good keepers. Yeah. Um, we've always done all right with goalkeepers. Yeah. Even Adrian was a was an okay keeper, wasn't he? In terms not, of, not great, but he was all right. He's uh, done the job. He's done a job. <laughs> and we had we had those, didn't we? We had like we had like keepers who did jobs for us. So Rob Green was a good keeper though. He was a strong keeper. Um like but after he left, you know, we had um, even before that, obviously, we had like people like Yusuf Askalainen. He did the job yeah. for us, didn't he? Really? Um, wouldn't say he was outstanding, but he did the job. Because um, before Robert Green, you know, after Ludo, before Shaka, we had like, you remember, we had like a succession of like lone keepers. We had Bernard Lama, yeah. and yeah. and it never really had a decent keeper until really sort of maybe Shaks came along, bless him. Um, but we've had even like even even Stephen Bywater. I love Stephen Bywater. He got we the had... op. I mean, if you're talking like you like you said Fabianski, I'll tell you what he he saved the op. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Really th- when I started watching Diop, he had some great, you know, he, he's good, you know, when I first see him that mm. season last year. Yeah. When Fab, Fab's won Player of the Year, didn't he? Like, was it last season? Yeah, before last, I think. Wasn't Not, it? Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. What's a, what's a, what saves he done? Yeah. You know, um, obviously Oggy's really flying at the minute. I don't know what's happened to him. He's gone really. Oh. He's, you know, there was times when I thought, well, we, let's get rid of him. Yeah. He, I, I thought was overrated. If like for sixty mil, so I said we'll take it. Yeah. You know, um, because he, he his positional sense and this that and the other, he kept making so many mistakes. And if it weren't for Fabianski, he would he, he probably would have let in a lot. You know. We would have probably lost a lot of them games, mm, mm. but I, you know, so for me, as much as I like Fabianski, oh, it's Parks for you, yeah. And, Parks and, is number one, and also, there. and also, D. I think the thing is, I think we've, 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 we've you know, we've, with your favourite players and things like that. Yeah. Someone meant, once said to me that you know your favourite type of music and your favourite songs was when you were a teenager. Yeah. And I think that's true with football as well. And as you said, you've been talking about the types of your greatest memories. And it's probably yeah. when you was coming into t- your teenage years. And so yeah, yeah. you're going to the grounds more on your own and stuff yeah. like that. And and obviously we were we were quite successful as well, which does help. Um, but it's the same as me. My sort of teenage years are, are the players that I love the most. So it is, you know, I was a little bit a little bit younger than you, only only a little bit younger. Um, <laughs> but you know, for me, there's it's it is like people like Steve Potts, um, it was people like Trevor Morley, Ian Bishop. Um, I mean, Pete Butler was the first ever player yeah. I met. So I, you know, he's like my you know, I, I've interviewed lots of players. He was brilliant. He was, he was, player, he was great. And Very versatile player. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we've had some great players, um, and and as you said, you, as you said, you know, we had some great teams, and then we've had in between them some yeah. great players, yeah. not necessarily in great teams. Well, you know. I'm gonna throw in at my left. I'm gonna go. It's an odd one because when I done the um, when I done the pole thing the other week, Dixie come out on the left oh, side. Oh, that that pole, that, that was a clever idea by uh, them. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. But me personally, I'm gonna go Tonka. Nice, yep. He'll he'll definitely be on the he'll, he'll definitely be on the left hand side. Um, Dixie would run him a very very close second because mm. I love Dixie. He played with passion, um, but Ray Stewart for me, one hundred percent FA Cup winner. Um, so you know, um, you know, and I think if I'm right, the season that we became. Division two champions, which is 40 mm. years ago. I think he played, you know, him, Jeff Pike, um, was picked every single week by John. You know, there's only a few injuries here and there that Ray Stewart didn't play. Mm. And he wasn't just a penalty taker. You know, people say, yeah, but he's, he was a brilliant, but yeah, he, but he was a good defender as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he was coming up against some great players in them days. You think you you're going back to around the eighties, eighty ones? We were European champions every other year. Mm. Um, you know, he was coming up against the Dalglishes and everything. You know, mm. people don't realise that they think, oh yeah, he took a good penalty. But we we was in. You know, if you talk like Forest seventy eight, seventy nine, eighty, eighty one, eighty two, up until Heysel, we was winning European trophies. Sure. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the Division One was there were some great players. Mm. So I'm going to put him in as my left back. Two in the middle. The two in the middle, I'll go 
Alvin Martin. Yep. Bobby Moore. Now we might have bought that's not a bad pair. I cannot, I cannot put um even though I didn't see him play, I, I, I cannot have um you know, I could have put Tony Gale and Alvin Martin, they were both great in my eyes. I could yeah, have yeah. put Rio, Rio in there next to next to Herb Stretch, but it's gonna be definitely more Martin, more captain. Mm, sounds good. Sounds and good. On the other side, Frank Lampard. Senior, Frank Lampard Senior. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. See, that's that's someone I think, and again, doing these, doing these, you know, we've had over you know two hundred and fifty people we've interviewed and stuff, and it's it's clear to me that there's there's there needs to be a job in terms of recognising Lampard Senior. Do you yeah. know what I mean? In the same way that we obviously we finally recognise Billy Bonds, you know, giving him a stand, and and obviously Trev and Bobby Moore. But you know, he's uh, you know, you look at obviously the, the league appearances and stuff like that. If you talk about a West Ham man, yeah. you know, he is, and and obviously he because of career. Exactly, and everything that happened, obviously, with you know, with, with Harry and 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 and, and Junior, you know, has, has tainted that, and it's a real shame because the amount, you know, we talk about people fighting for the badge, playing for the badge, you know. Obviously, I never saw him play live, but I've watched a lot of a lot of you know, a lot of highlights, a lot of a lot of uh, old games, and he was ferocious, and he would put it in every game do you know what i mean it's and it's it's a shame that he's not given that level of you know that he should be in that sort of you know discussion when you talk about bonzo and stuff like that because yeah. he you know the amount of games he played more than anything and he's an fa cup winner do you know what i mean it's like there's not many of them around nowadays but he seems yeah, to be he forgot. Made a mistake in 76 in the final but uh, you yeah. know, he, he, he was a good servant for us he was Obviously, because of his son and whatever went on, you know. Obviously, you can't blame, you know, if his son, the abuse his son got, what for whatever reason, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, but let's on a on a on a pure football basis. Sure. One of the best right backs we've ever had at that club. Yeah. Without doubt. Mm. Um, and he, you know. So he that would be so it would be Park Stewart, Moore, uh, Martin Moore, Frank Lampard Senior. Nice. If, nice. When you start getting onto the midfield, <laughs> first name out the app. The first one I, um, when I was a schoolboy, um, I went to Abs Cross, which is in Ormchurch, yeah? Yeah, I know. Living Church. Yeah. I went Abs no. Cross. My, my year at school, we were the best schoolboy side, schoolboy side in the country. And if you played um, at Vessex then, which I did, um, there was a few clubs, EMH, uh, Pegasus. Yeah. I played for Romford as a kid, Romford Juniors. Um, and then EMH, Pegasus, Hornchurch Wasps. Yeah. And when we were kids, they were the best sides, like, around that, that bit of Essex. When you started getting more further on, um, I think it was Killer Orcs and sides like Sarah, Sarah and that. That is if you was going to get scattered and go on. But we was winning everything as kids. Yeah. My hero as a kid was Alan Devonshire. Yeah. So, without doubt, on the left-hand side of my side, so as a kid, I wanted to be Alan Devonshire. That was the first one. He was a, he was a gangly winner. He probably weighed, weighed about 10 stone in his socks. Bought for <laughs> five grand from Southall. Come into that side. What a player. What yeah. a, probably the best player I've, I've ever witnessed over there. Um, 
I stood on the south bank watching him most of the time, but I sneaked in the chicken run a few times because my brother used to get me through the gate because my brother used to, <laughs> my brother used to stand at the bar in the north bank. And if someone like Chelsea or Tottenham or whatever, they'd take the old south bank. Yeah. So all us who stood on the south bank, we'd all fit in somewhere else. We'd either be on the north bank or, you know, wherever we could. So I always used to go and meet my brother in the north bank. And he'd always be at the bar and he'd sneak me into the chicken run. Brilliant. And I'd sneak down the front and you know what it's like. It's like you're right next to the players. You can basically grab their shirt as they run yeah. past. Yeah. And that was the first up close thing I watched Devonshire run the show. Yeah. Um, him and Trevor, you know, him and Brooklyn, they had that telepathic mm. thing going on. Um, Pikey used to play a little bit behind doing all the dirty work, giving the ball yeah. to Trevor. Tre first thing Trevor would do was look for Alan. Yeah. Right, get it out of Allen. Trevor run through, yeah. Or they're playing in, in, into, you know, if you watch the goal against Everton in the cup replay at Ellen Road, yeah. The little ball that comes to Devonshire, bomb, 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 and he swerves through. You think he's going to take him out right in the penalty area, and bang, it's in the back of the net, one nil. Um, and so Devonshire, what a great player. I yeah. mean, the injury done him, you know. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about his injury because obviously he didn't come. He had to change his game, he his did, stance, yeah. and the yeah. way he ran and everything. Yeah, um, which is different, you know. Again, which is you know, we talk about modern he had to football. Change his stance, didn't we? We talk about modern football. You know, I always, I always, when when the when we talk about Dev, I always talk about someone like Michael Owen. Michael yeah. Owen just was like so one dimensional as a player. Yeah. His hamstring went. That yeah. was. He didn't have that where Dev yeah. recreated himself. As you said, he, he had to change his way he played, more tricky, yeah. more less about speed, obviously. And that took some balls to do that. That's yeah. a balls to do that. Well, he, we come back, we come, he, you know, he come back from the injury. Yeah. And then obviously we went on the 84. We'll talk about a little bit like as we go through the 85, 86 season where, well, you know, I mean, what a player. What, what a player. Yeah. I mean, he played a big part in that as well. In, in, yeah. in, you know, I mean, I remember being at Stanford Bridge in '86. Exactly, yeah. And I'll never forget that I was standing behind. I was only 15 or 16, and that was one of the best away days I've ever been. And I think I was standing in that over in the, you know, no, no roof terrace over there. He got the ball from about 30 yards out and curled one straight in the top corner. I think it was something. Like, I don't know if it was. Uh, I can't remember. It's a long time ago if it was the second goal or the third goal out of the four that we scored. But mm. he just called one straight up and right in front of us lot as well. There must have been about 10,000 of us behind the goal. <laughs> and the rest was in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So, um, and also that Chelsea game as well. I mean, we moaned about the pitch at Stockport. Yeah, <laughs> the cup game. I mean, yeah. when I interviewed Macca, he was talking about pitches. He went, "Go back and look at that four 0 that Chelsea yeah. game, and look at that. We didn't play. It wasn't grass. It was a sand pit, and it was so. Yeah, it's just like what. But that's the thing. What the guys were doing, the technical, as you said, the ability of someone like Dev on absolute bogs of pitches. Do you know what I mean? Barama struggled yet struggled the other day doing any yeah. flick, any of his usual carpet, stuff. See? Yeah, exactly. They used to play the carpet, and they don't get kicked. Nah, that's you know, what I liked. But that's where he had to do this after. Yeah, 
that's what I liked about the Stockport game that yesterday, the other day, was it was a real like old fashioned game. That's why Noble I think played quite well because it was back to like, I mean the last I can't remember the last time I saw a sliding tackle in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. He did about six or seven perfect sliding tackles. Old Nobe did the other day, and it was like a bit like the old school. And I think that was that was good. That hardened a few of those. The young ones have got it too good. I mean, they do. You got to remember is. Devonshire was playing on mud and sand, yeah. and it wasn't just that the technical ability of, of what he did. He'd have Sunes running breathing yeah. down his neck, trying to kick him up in the air, yeah, constantly. Yeah. You know, players of that calibre coming along and bang. You know, McGrath's and this and the, it was all trying to take him out. You know, um, yeah, he still had that a, a beautiful. As Vaughan said to me, he's got that. He had that beautiful gift of balance. Yeah, yeah. I, I see glimpses, you know, when I, you know, people laughing. I see, you know, obviously when I watch Anderson, I, I was so craving for Anderson, um, watching little glimpses, glimpses of him. And I was mm. thinking, oh, he's got that, you know, he's got that ability to drift past people and yeah. go. But um, they're playing on carpets, like you said, you know, and no one can touch them. No, no. Um, and... So yeah, so he was definitely my hero yeah. as a kid, and there'll be no other player I would ever put in there no. in that side. Um, who would I put in? Right, so you got Devo on 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 the left. Yep. Next would be it would def right. So we're going to have Bonzo in there, obviously. Billy. Obviously, obviously. I'd play him a little bit back. I'd play him just slightly defensive midfielder. Um, mopping up. Yeah. Um, I used to love, I used to love Jeff Pike. Yeah. Because if you, you know, Pike, they call him the unsung hero. Exactly. And he was, you know, because if you yeah. watch the the sides, he used to he used to do all the mopping mopping about and then just give the ball to Trevor. Yeah. Um, but he, obviously, if I'm picking my best eleven, he would Pikey wouldn't make the team. It's obviously, Bonzo would have to play that role. Yeah. For me, in the yeah. side. Um, so, so I'd, I'd have Bonzo, Bonzo just in there, just just doing the donkey work. Just doing the donkey work. Next to and, next to him would have to be Sir Trevor Brookin. Oh, yep, Sir Trevor Brookin. <laughs> of course, it was. Of course, <laughs> Trevor Brookin. It'd have to be Sir Trevor. You know, um, what a player! What a, oof. you know, if you're talking about three. Of the, Three of the midfield there, you know, Devonshire, Brookin, Bonds. I reckon ninety-five percent of all the old older school fans like myself, or even the younger ones, would pick them three and yeah. someone else in their yeah. midfield. Oh, you're right, and 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 that's and that's what's quite good. That's why I like. That's why I say it's sort of a, you have to be a life to see them play. So it's a generational thing because it's like I never saw them three play. Never. Yeah. never. So yeah. I saw Bonzo, saw Bonzo managers, but I never saw him yeah. play for. Yeah. I, I, I could have been sneaky, but I didn't. Um, and it's funny what you say about that sort of unsung hero as well, like Pikey and stuff like that. You know, every generation has got one. So we go back to like the nineties yeah. when I've interviewed Mad Dog, uh, Keen, uh, you know, all those people who played that era. They all put Pete Butler in the team. Yeah. That exact same reason from a professional perspective. All yeah. like from the mid sort of early two thousands, you know, it's people like um 
people like Konchesky, uh Luke Chadwick, all people like they all put Hayden Mullins in their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the same, is that and it's funny, isn't it? As you said, yeah. it's it's the unsung hero. And Pike, I mean Pikey when we interviewed him, called himself the unsung hero. And I was like, Well you can't be the unsung hero if you if you you know you're the unsung hero, Pikes, but yeah, he, he got away with that <laughs> that one. But I uh, yeah, you're right. So those three sort of pick themselves for people in your era your era basically, aren't they? It's not really any debate if you've seen them then they're, they're the best the best absolutely i mean trevor brooking what a player yeah. um i was too young for iron track frankfurt yeah um i didn't you know obviously i talked to the older boys and that and, and they say you know it's the best ever game that they'd ever seen um and you know trevor brooking would definitely you know obviously be in my tight side the right midfield would be a bit of a debate but because I love, I mean, I would, who would I, I would like to put Pyatt in the side. I know there's a, there's a bit of a controversy. I no. won't put him in the side. The last place in midfield would be Martin Peters. So that would be my four, four in the midfield would be Trevor, Billy, Dev on the left, Martin Peters. Um, didn't see him play. Um, but I've read book, you know, I've, I've got some books here that I read on, on West Ham's history and stuff like that. And, you know, um, I've seen him in videos, obviously I haven't seen him live or, you know, he would be, that would be my four in midfield. Yeah. Um, I've seen some great, you know, players play in that position on, on, mm. on the right hand side, but that, that would probably be my four. Running yeah. in the mid, uh, in the midfield. And it's funny you say about Pyatt and you say that thing about Pyatt, but he's you know we've obviously interviewed lots of different people, um, and he was a great player. It was a, and that's the he, thing. I think I think something like he's been picked. I think he's basically been picked forty about about forty percent. Forty percent of people have picked Pyatt. We've interviewed, and every yeah. one of them has said people are going to hate me, but I'm going to put Dimitri Pyatt in. Why he was as you said he in terms of a player he yeah. was best player i've you know technically the best player i've ever seen at west ham yeah you know, just, just for me not the best player because i think there's, there's a difference between being a great player and a great technical player you need that passion i don't think Pyatt had that passion but he was you know there's not many times you're going to see a ballador nominee in your team that's the, the season the, the the last season was it the last season at upton park yeah what a season i mean that yeah. goal he scored at Old Tra- i think it was old trafford Big free kick from Old Trafford. He just got that free kick and he just went bang. And I'll tell you what, that was probably one of the best free kicks I'd ever seen in my life. The way he curled that and and, and with technique, speed, the way it swerved in, it just bang, top corner, unbelievable goal. Yeah. Only player I've, I've, you know, Joe Colway glimpses at the beginning and, you know, like brilliant skill as a kid and all that stuff. But, um, Pay it for me. I'd have to put him on the bench, though. Yeah. You know, just he's, he's got to fit in there somewhere. I don't think you'll knock Peters off just for no. what, just because of the '64 side, the '65 yeah. side, um, FA Cup winners, European Cup winners, Cup winners, '64, '65. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, Peters grabs it. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking like just for the period of that time in the '60s. Um, he was doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. 
in that little period. You know, Payet had a great season, don't get me wrong, brilliant to watch. But I couldn't put him in front of Peters. No, no, no. So, he, he, he would, so he gets the right hand side. Um, so that would make up my midfield. Sure, yeah. Strikers is going to be a bit of a. Who are we going to put in? Oh. Franco and Di McKaylee. Ilian. Right, I'm, going to, I'm going to give you four strikers and I'm going to pick two of them, right? It's going to be McAvenny. Yeah. Cotty. Yeah. Pop Robson. Yes. Oh, see, Crossy's going to probably get the ump with me. I think Crossy was a brilliant striker. You got Jeff Hurst. You'd have to fit, you know, you got Hurst. I mean, I, I, Hurst was a brilliant. Pop, I thought Pop Robson was a. Was, <laughs> I mean, Urs will go down in history. Yeah, um, will. yeah. Wouldn't he? Obviously, um, Pop Robson was a great finisher as well. Yeah. You look at, if you look at him, a lot of the older school would put him in the side. And also, and also, what you said about you know, you know, you've mentioned him as well. Like um, when we interviewed Crossy, you know, Pop Robson was a massive influence on him. Yeah. Um, Cotty, Pop Robson, Pop, Pop was a massive influence on him as well. And so it's not just him and the way he played and the goals he scored, but obviously the influence he's made on two West Ham greats as well. So it's like, for me, it's like it's heightened him as a, as a player, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I did ask Crossy that, actually. I said to him um, six months ago, I asked him a question. I said, who, who, who would you say was the best player that you ever played with? Without hesitation, he said, Pop Robson. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, for Crossy to say that, would I pick him, would I pick Pop in the, in, in the uh, probably not. Um, but I'll, I'll give you one name straight away I'll put in there at, up front. Tony Cotty. Tony Cotty. He's in TC. there. Yeah. TC. Little Forest Gate. At Forest Gate. Um, oh, blimey. So if you you know if I if I want to get too technical here, McAvenny, <laughs> Cotty, eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, one Cotty was more consistent over a couple of seasons. Yeah. If you look at yeah. if you go if you look at the history, you know if you get the stats out and have a look, the mm. season after eighty five, eighty six, I think Cotty hit another twenty odd goals that season. Oh, yeah. Mac only got about five, mm. and that's not to say I'm not knocking Mac. Um, McAvenny, because what well, that season alone was would probably get him in the side. But Cotty was consistent for that period. You know, he came in against Tottenham. What eighty three was it? That's something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cotty yeah. come in for his debut, nineteen eighty three against Tottenham at Upton Park. Bang, he scored that goal with the exactly, air from yeah. off the bar, and it bang, it was in the back of the net. Um, brilliant finisher. Only little. Have you ever met? If you have you met him, Tony? Yeah, we've had him on the channel as well. I've yeah, met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got that stocky build. He's, he's... well. It's and again, it's like you talk about Very modern. It is, and you talk about modern football as well. It's like that now. I don't think that anyone in the Premier League. I'm looking. I'm just thinking now. Who's that? I mean, Cotty was like an old-fashioned striker, wasn't he? He was a yeah. goal. He was a six. You know, he yeah. never scored a goal outside the box. That type uh -huh. of thing. But now you don't get them, you know. It's all forwards, like Vardy and even Ings is not really a strike, you know, that old-fashioned striker anymore. Now it's um it's a different time now. But I mean, he was, you know, just had a knack of scoring. He scored wherever he went. You know what I mean? It's like you know, 
Um, and obviously, he, you know, he, he left and, and he was booed when he came back. And you know, we spoke about that and we interviewed him and he said how the uh, how it was the Bobby Moore testimonial match or the, the memorial match when they got some and he was introduced to the crowd and they cheered him. And he was like, I could come back. I could come exactly. We are, aren't we? I could come back here. He said that was basically and that got the cogs turning. I think he if, went to Everton, didn't he? he? Did yeah, he went to Everton. He got you know, It was a good I side. I'm trying to think when he left. Um, when did he leave West Ham and go? To I can't remember. If I don't, if I don't get it, late, I'll, I'll, late eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to look because because if TC because he he's a, he's a he talk about stats. He's a stickler for his stats. Yeah. I thought I had it when I interviewed him. What he um when it was I think he was around the eight late eighties. I mean, he left eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. I mean, funny enough, Everton was a better side just before yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. If you go back to like eighty five, eighty six, they were damn fine sides. Lineker yeah. was up front. Um. You know, um, I think they won the Cup Winners' Cup. I think they were league champions, weren't they? Uh, around that period? Yeah, uh, around that period. They, yeah, yeah, they, they were very was strong. A very, very yeah. good side, Everton. So, you know, people moan, you know, people slagged off uh, Cotty for going there. But, you know, I, I think he was looking at winning a few trophies, didn't he? Yeah, it happens, doesn't it? And, and obviously he was booed when he came back and he was like, and I remember we interviewed him and I was like, what does that feel like? Your club, your fans... Yeah. And you come back, you went, I, it was horrible. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I, it was horrible, absolutely horrible. And he says, but then that Bobby Moore game, and they cheered me, and I thought, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to come back if the opportunity came. And, you know, we've done it before. We did it, we did it before, we've done it afterwards. I remember Tony Carl's testimonial and John Terry getting cheered yeah, in a West Ham shirt. We're a funny it's, bunch, aren't did we? Did you see the photo I put up of Tony Adams in a West Ham thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're a funny bunch, aren't we? Yeah. Should have, you know, another one. Um, he would have done, He would have been good with Alvin in the middle, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hey? We did when we had uh, when we had Tony Carr. Tony Carr did his uh, eleven. It was an academy eleven, yeah. um, which basically turned out to be the twenty ten World Cup squad. Afterwards, he gone through it because it was like everyone had gone through the academy, and he had like obviously Rio and John Terry in centre backs, and Glenn Johnson and and Frank and Carrick yeah. and. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was like that. <laughs> that team that was still together. God dear, that time of it all breaking up at that period. But uh, what? What? I mean, our, our, when you look back on what them players you just talked about there, Harry Adam, didn't he? Harry Adam. Um, he did. Yeah. He, you know what? A, what, a, what a bunch. He, he said he did say when we had him on. We we as I said, you know, we get that golden era. You know, where Tony Carr did his job, and he went, yeah, he says. He says the frustrating thing was was he reckons he said I honestly reckon if we kept them all for another year, we'd have we'd have been up there that that, that season. We'd have been up there. We'd have won the league. Story, bad, story of West Ham, though, isn't it? But it is that. But then, but then that's what makes us West Ham fans because exactly. we can sit there, as you said, in a pub when we when we could go to pubs yeah. and just relive what could happen. What would happen if Dean Ashton hadn't broken his leg at playing for England? You know, and, you know what happened if Dean Gerrard? Funny you mentioned Dean Dean uh, Ashton. Though yeah. I put him. Oh, someone was talking to me about. He had everything, you know. Was if I brilliant. was to sit there and say. We had one bloke who'd come along and be a really good striker for West Ham United, right? Um, post cotties and the Mac of any days and you know, and all that. Dean Ashton had everything for me. 
he, he had both feet. He, he was good in the air. He was strong. He could hold the ball up. He could yeah. do everything. And I thought he was going to go a long, long way. Me too. And, you know, Bob's your uncle. He's, he's ankle. I don't know if he kept coming down on the ankle when he was going for the ball. And then that was it. When it that was the end yeah. of him. I don't know where he. Who did he sign from? Not, not, he Norwich. From? Norwich. Was it? Norwich. Yeah. And he was like, I I liken it now to when we signed Bowen. He was like, yeah. you know, really. I remember him. I was really excited because he was like a yeah. young, hungry English striker. Um, and I, you know, I I agree. He he for me he was the complete striker. He was the most complete striker I've ever seen play for West Ham. Yeah. It was like, and him, and you could see him, and they got Bellamy in, yeah. and I was looking at it going, this is the new Cotty and Machiavelli. Yeah. And, uh, typical West Ham. Love know, Bellamy does, and all. I love Bellamy, but he did well. He got into yeah. England's squad. Everyone was really happy, and then he gets injured by probably the the shortest person ever to play for England. And sure, right, Phillips. But it's, again, it's, uh, it just, it's written into the West Ham tapestry, yeah. all the sliding yeah. doors moments, you know. It's always been the way. Yeah. Um, We've always uh, frustrating. Always the bridesmaids. We're always the bridesmaids. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, part of you thinks being a West Ham supporter, I've been here before. Yeah, I should know what's happening. Yeah, but you know, um, when I where I live in Camden, you've got all these Arsenal supporters, and it's you know they talk about oh, oh, you know. We need um, another cup run, you know. Yeah. Oh, give us one of your trophies. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like when they, were all, when they were all moaning that they were 15th in the league. And I was like, to be honest, I'd, I'd have bitten someone's hand off if they said you can finish 15th yeah. in the league this year. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, oh, yeah. we don't really need a cup run. We'll, we'll, we'll pull it <laughs> out because we, we will, you know, because we're never going to win the league. <laughs> so, you know, oh, no. for, me, I, for me to have a cup to get to Wimbley, you know, I just. It's been a long time. As yeah. as I tweeted the other the other night, you know, um, when people are moaning, oh, you know, we only beat Stockport one 0 or whatever. You know, hold on a minute. Did you, do you remember Wimbledon about three years ago? That team. That's I mean. That that's something. I, that's something I really because I'm always a half glass full type bloke, yeah. and I came out of that Stockport game game three years ago. We'd lost that game. Yeah. No problem. You know, when we Absolutely. when we drew with Brighton over Christmas, yeah, we would have lost that game. Yeah. And, and that's what's different about this team. There's that sort of, and, and there's this sort of ruggedness about us and and, and nastiness and you know uh, and, and obviously the influence of people like Kevin yeah. Nolan and that team yeah. um is self evident, self evident. You know um, when we went one nil down, who did we play recently? You know, we went one nil down on a penalty. Yeah. That's five minutes, and everyone on the Twitter and everyone on the Facebook. Oh, here we go! You could just see it in the stars, couldn't you? We're one yeah. nil down, five minutes gone. You know, someone's probably injured. You know, and we thought, oh, we're going to have a bad night here. It's going to be a really bad night. We turned out. We 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 held it. We held it. We come back. We scored again. I think was it Leeds? I think Leeds away. Yeah, it was Leeds away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One nil down in five minutes or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like you just said there, the old West Ham would have folded. Mm. Um, it would have been, you know, one of them miserable away days when you're coming home three nil. You know what it used to be like watching us. Yeah. yeah. But no, we dug in, we come back, and we ended up taking the three points. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. That West Ham, I ain't seen for a long time. Ah, no, no, that's Ever what I mean. That's what I mean. Ever since the way. That's what I mean. It just seems this sort of de- rugged determination. You know, it's a bit like it's a bit old school to me. It's a bit like a little bit like the way is it the way we were and. 
Um, and I, th- I think, yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting. It's good to watch, you know, it's like, Very there's always, and, and also, I mean, I remember watching, you know, this wasn't too long ago. I remember watching us lose three nil to Leeds, Upton Park. I think Brian Dean and Mike Newell were up front for us. <laughs> and I think we had no shots on target. Yeah. Now we always look like we got a goal in us. We've always looks like we got, as it might be Suchek, it might be a great cross by, by Cresswell. And it's, and you know, it's, it's enjoyable watching West Ham for the time being, for the time being, because, you know, there's always that West Hamness in us yeah, being, you know, we're 26 points, 10th. And on yeah. Twitter, the next tweet under is like 16 points to go. You know, it doesn't matter if we're, how we're doing yeah. points to go. It's like, for God's sake, you know, the, uh, the fact. Um, we're, we're dodgy, I mean, there was a couple of dodgy team selections recently. Yeah. Where we went very defensive against, mm. um, I mean, was it Chelsea? Was it the one before that? Well, I mean, Chelsea. Not I mean, that. you know, Matt, if, if, if he was given 200 million, for they, they ain't a Chelsea. I thought they were quite poor, Chelsea, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing that we, how, how we ended up losing that 3 0, I don't know. No, flat you know, he played two. He played a very defensive system. He's brought Noble into the side. Um, you know, an extra midfielder as such. You know, and a couple of did. But the last couple of games, he's gone for it, hasn't he? You know, he went for it again. I mean, the side he put out against uh, Stockport was a strong side. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've gone to we've beaten some good sides this season. Yeah, we we really have. When I you look at it, to go to Ellen Road to get a result. Yeah. You know, we done wolves for we done wolves quite comfortably. Bogey side. I don't yeah. think I've ever watched West Ham win Leicester against away. Leicester away as well. We turned them out. You know, like the three 0 They never yeah, shot. Yeah. Um. It's it's one of those things where it is exciting. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a cut run though. But yeah, I think everyone wants to. I, I, you know, I want to see us push on. I mean, people going about, you know. The new stadium, you know, the next level, etc., etc. Um, you know, and it, it, isn't it nice that you know that we we're not in a dogfight? And it's exactly yeah, enjoy it. We enjoy don't, it. It's because it's because they it's because we are West Ham fans, and that's yeah, why we can't it? enjoy it. We can't yeah. enjoy it. It's no. like it's we're like for the, yeah, we you no, know, like when you go on holiday. Yeah. And as soon as you get on holiday, you're thinking, I've got to go in two weeks. Yeah. And you got two weeks, you know, and then you're counting down the days left of your holiday yeah. because you know you'll go home in four days or three days or two yeah. days or one. Fuck it. Enjoy the fact you're on holiday. And it's like with us, yeah. enjoy the fact that we're not Sheffield United, Burnley, Fulham, West Brom. Yeah. You know, so what if there's four worst teams? And I don't care. The fact is, I'm 10th and, you know, all going where he can take the side exactly, and I think if we finish 10th, is, is, a, is a fantastic improvement. We need to do these baby steps. We went for that seismic change with Pellegrini, as you said, they opened up the checkbook. Off you go, it doesn't yeah. work. You can buy a, a beautiful apartment, a beautiful, you know, like apartment, like you know, like Lanzini's got an Instagram, one of them. But if the foundations aren't right, it's going to yeah. crumble. And that's the trouble. It was like it's all all face with no substance behind it. Now Moyes is doing. It seems that he's building a little a little a project together. And I tell you um, what, he, he, he's um. I tell you what, he needs you know he needs a medal because I don't know who made the signings of Susek and Kofol and, and yeah. if it was with if they were Moyes' decisions, but it saved it, you know. Oh, it saved the season last. It saved, saved the yeah. season. 
Yeah. Not just that, you know, how can I put this about Moisey? Because um, obviously a lot of people didn't really want him, you know, oh, no, no, very yeah. negative, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Why have we gone from someone like Pochettino? No, 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 no. We've done, let, let, let him give him time. Yeah. He, he may not be like... Um, he's not a sexy manager, is he? He's, no, not, he's, not, he's not a sexy manager. manager. He's not a sexy manager. He, he sets the team up not to lose sometimes. Yeah. You know, but you look how many goals we've scored. He ain't that bad. Oh, no. You know, we and, go 4 and, 0 there. We went, you know, we got three back at Tottenham. We, you know, we've beaten these uh, yeah. quite a few decent scientists. We've gave a few good runs. And, you know, Arsenal, we should have got something. Yeah, we Chelsea, we should have got something. Tottenham, we did as such. Mm. Um, yeah, and he does set the sides up. But you've got to give him credit and time. Yeah, you do. And, and and I think also well, I, fancy I think name manager, you know, you bring in a fancy name manager, yeah. give him hundred million to spend, and that was probably the worst manager. Man, oh, the, the tactical decisions he was doing over there, I, yeah. I was puzzled. Yeah, and I think time, I think also I think people, what people forget, people, you know, David Moyes, his his reputation is tainted by obviously Man United, where I think he was stitched yeah. up, yeah. Um, Sunderland, which were in sinking ship already, Rio Sociedad. Yeah. But the fact is that Everton, he got them from, in essence, where West Ham were, yeah. relegation fodder, to Champions League. Yeah, yeah. And you can't, and he didn't spend a shitload of money at all. And yeah, I know the game's moved on a bit, but the principles are the same. And you're seeing him hit now. And he said he wants to build an Everton. And you can see that's mentality. You know, it's about recruitment, it's about going to the Czech League, it's about getting the younger players in the Championship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not rocket science. And it's about blooding the youngsters in as well. And, you know, obviously yeah. we had who came on yesterday, uh, a few on the bench as well. And obviously this, uh, I think we've obviously we had the Carabao Cup and there was loads of youngsters playing at the Charlton game and the whole game. It's, an, it's, it's a, it ain't a bad time to be a West Ham fan at the no. moment. No. And more I mean, important. Johnson is coming. Exactly. I, and Johnson's I, doing well. Yeah. Good. I, I think, think he's, he's got some talent. Fredericks is... All, all speed and you know i mean yeah will we keep hold of him i don't i don't Cresswell's come alive yes um, yeah Og, oggy's playing probably the best i've seen him in a west ham shirt for years yep. yeah um well rice you know if we can keep hold of him for you know i think it was it, i think it was like a new signing keeping him this season for an extra year been. don't you think i mean um you know, if we can get a season more out of Rice, it'll be a miracle. I think he might go on to a big, bit better things at once. Yeah. But, you know, um, Anson, don't know about if he'll come back from Porto and be half decent. It's, it's, someone you mentioned, keep, would you keep him on? Would you send him? Uh, well, someone mentioned it to me the other day, and I didn't really think about it, actually. Um, and probably the last person... Uh, Every, I mean, Moisey hasn't been able to build his team. He's inherited a team, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and and to be honest, a lot we've had a lot of ex players in, like even people like like Neil Meller and people like that, and who and we had like Freddie Picky on, on the other day, and obviously he was signed by Avron Grant, who then left in in August, and yeah. then took it over by you know, then, then Big Sam came in, and and, um, and so give him time to build his squad um you know probably the last time i reckon that happened was maybe slav in that 2015 season he built us he built his team didn't they almost from the ground yeah. up um yeah. so give him time and i think uh and i think yeah i think anderson I'm again pleased huh? What's that? i'm pleased for him i am i'm really pleased for him because it's it, no, see because he's a good manager I, I, yeah. I said listen 
Football is football. Yeah. If he won, if he goes 15, 10 games and we ain't win, he'll be sacked yeah. and another yeah. man will come in. You know, yeah. that's football. That's modern football. Yeah. You know, that's the way, you know, Sullivan would probably put his finger, you know, if you fall from bottom <laughs> and you're sitting on TV yeah. revenues, you know, and you're fucking dreading the big guy and you've got loans here, there and everywhere and blah, blah, blah. Um, pull the plug now. Before, yeah. You know, you see it in the premiership all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bottle goes in a lot of these chairmen and they get rid of him and it, some half of them don't work. You know, when they get rid of these managers, you know, like, I mean, what happened to Billich and Dixie at West Brom? Yeah. You know, I think it's disgraceful. These chairmen just go, right, off you go. Bring in a spring, in a fo foreign manager no one's ever heard of, right? Yeah. A fancy name, mm. right? And you think, well, who's he? Oh, he's done really well at Seville or he's done really well at, you know, uh, Schalke. Right, um, we shouldn't have got more, rid of more. You know, what's happened has happened, but we shouldn't have got more rid of Moise in the first place. To no, be fair, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, no. he's, he's coming twice, and he's done his job twice, and he kept us up That's twice. It. That's enough to keep 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 the job. And good luck to him. I mean, we, we you know, yeah. like you say, we need we need a striker. I don't know how long we got to we to the end of the month. I'm I'm totally gone on on. Yes, um, it's the twelfth today. I think it's the twelfth today. I'm so really, yeah, I'm, 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 this I'm will go out. Like, yeah. <laughs> but also, more importantly, speaking of strikers, they you the need to pick one. You need to be one striker. <laughs> I've missed the last one. The last striker I will go for is David Di McKinley. Who is it? No, I, I, I listen. I like the Canio, and I probably yeah. put, and it was if I was to choose, I would have gone the Canio, but. Because Cotty played with McAvenny, I'd have to play the two of them together. Yeah, they come so as a pair. So it would be Cotty and McAvenny, and I'd put De Canio on the bench, um, and Jeff Pike. That would be. And Pike. The reason I picked them two is because that season eighty five eighty six was the best season. Yeah. I remember going. I remember the. I got a ticket for Everton away, and it was a Monday night game, and. That the weekend just before we were going for the title, can you believe that? Um, Liverpool had Chelsea. Liverpool went to Chelsea, and we were still in the title hunt. I mean, Mental. If, if you talk to the youngsters today, you, you, you they would never believe it. But we was in the title race up until probably the last cut. I mean, you know, I could sit there and have a chat with you all night about why the, the weather and and um, the games that we had to play three in a week, basically, two in a week yeah. or whatever it was back then because of the weather full cut fixtures. And we had that backlog that we had to fill. It's a bit like now, really, it's a bit like now, really, isn't it, really, thinking about it? I mean, you see today when they announced yesterday that Fulham are playing Tottenham tomorrow yeah. in 48 hours notice it's and done. stuff. Yeah, it's just it's, it's it's just it's cyclical, isn't it? But you're right. It, we had such a backlog of games we had to play and, and we were winning them all, weren't we? We were doing really well. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you've got Hurst, you've got Dick yeah, Canio, yeah, yeah. brilliant, absolute Canio, what a player. Paul Goddard, another good player. Yeah. Um, but if I was to say for the sheer buzz of, of that season where I was going home and away all around the country watching West Ham, Chelsea away, what a day that was at Stamford Bridge when we beat them in March, I think, 86, the two of them would have to play up front. So that yeah. would be my... So it would be... Parks, Stewart, Martin Moore, Lampard, yeah, Devonshire, yeah, Bonds, uh, Bonds Brooking, Peters, Peters Cotty and McAvenny. So not bad, 
Not bad, side. Mate. Sounds good. Sounds yes, good. That's me eleven. D man, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. I've really yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Really, lovely, really lovely. lovely. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, I, listen, I just do that on I do the football thing for just for the love of it, really. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's totally and make sure everyone and if if you're if guys you're on Twitter and you like to see some pictures, we'll we'll put it up on there. But obviously I it's Iron's Iron's Photoshop. Um check it out because it's great. Just you know, because I think there's so many old pictures and stuff and they're great, you know, they? they are great. I mean, obviously, I was never around to see it. Yeah, and it's like you know, sometimes I remember through the, through the um other ones for the you know for the for the younger generation, they yeah. they go up. I put a few up the Dixie and blah blah blah, and you know, yeah. the Canio, obviously, what Larry was. Yeah. But thanks anyway. It was great to speak. Pleasure. And thank you, thank you to everyone for watching. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, everyone like, share, subscribe, wherever it is. But for me and Dean, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands, come on your wines, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.